Lights, camera, action. Camera, action. It's the month of movies podcast for July 2020. 2020. This is 2020. I'm that's halfway through already. Uh, I'm Scott. And I'm Jason. And uh, we've been going through the alphabet. Yeah. The 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 alphabet. Uh oh, July. So, So so. January we did an A movie and a B movie, and then July we're doing M and N each. So we're yeah. so we're watching four. So I movies. pick an M movie. Scott picks an M movie. I yeah. pick an N movie. He picks an N movie. And wow, some of these are pretty uh, <laughs> pretty drastic differences they're, in uh, quality. Yeah, they're movies. <laughs> Basically, I've been picking ones that I've been putting off uh, and not seen. And I, after watching them, I'm like, uh, I can see why I pushed it off. Yeah. Say, um, well, some, some are ones that, um, either I have that I haven't watched yet, or they're on my list of like, a lot of these are scary movies because I have a giant list. Whoops. Knocking things over. I have a giant list of horror movies I want to watch at some point. So I'm, some of these I'm pulling off. So like for this month for the N and M, I pull those off the horror movie list. Yeah, my two were ones that I've owned for multiple years and haven't watched yet. Yes. That's what I did. I, I, I forgot what your... Yeah, okay. Um, so you you couldn't really decide what your M movie was. Oh, yeah, then also... Um, sorry, also all the other M... All the other movies watched in the month, we talk about those as well. Right. Well, I... Apparently, like, my list and everything said Man-Thing, so I'm going to go with Man-Thing. Okay. Um, we did also watch Monster... The yeah. Charlie Theron movie. I, I watched um, both as so, well. So we'll talk about that one too. But the the M movie I picked before starting this month was Man Thing. Okay. And I found the monster DVD. I'm like, oh, maybe I want to do this one. I'm like, I already wrote down Man Thing, so I'll just keep it. Okay. Um, and Man Thing is based off of a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, Man Thing is based off the Marvel comics, uh, which... A lot of people are like, oh, it's just a rip off of Swamp Thing. Yeah, it pretty much is. Except <laughs> well, the he... movie, I should say. The <sighs> movie seems. Um, so Man Thing is this creature that lives in the swamp. Um, it's kind of like. I don't. I don't want to say a monster because it seems like a, a more like a. A godlike presence type thing. It's a humanoid type figure. But yeah, in the movie, it seems like it's more than that. See, I don't, I don't know enough about the comic to like really go. Well, I, I know a couple of things here and there, but like, I don't know enough about him to really go. Mm-hmm. Is he, he's, is he accurately portrayed or not? Right, I don't either. All I know is I'm watching this and I'm like, this reminds me a lot of Swamp Thing. Yeah. By that I mean uh, the DC Universe TV series almost exactly. Yeah, I, I do know that he, uh, anyone who... He, uh, Even though this came up before that. Yeah, I, I know that anyone who touches him, who has fear, uh, they feel a burn. Like, they burn if they know fear. I can't remember how the phrase goes. <laughs> but Man-Thing, like, a, any man with fear... Yeah, something. Man-Thing. Burn. Oh my they, God, I'm drawing a blank. I'm, I keep thinking of this comic book I read instead of this one. Because um, they were doing some kind of construction and clearing out the swamps or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, there, there, there is a guy that shows up, and he's like the new sheriff of town, and like these people are protesting because they're they're building this construction area over over like the swamp land. And boy, is, and, is that the first like seventy percent of the movie? Right, like uh, the guy who's building the property is like super rich and has a lot of influence in town. He's like helps people get elected in their positions. You know, he's the rich guy who puts who he wants in, in basically political office. So he's not incredibly happy that this new sheriff is in town, but he's trying to be friendly with him because he's trying to get him on his side. Um, but obviously he's like, no, people are dying and I got to figure out why. Um, but yeah, it was very like, the love interest thing seemed forced. Oh god, um, it didn't seem <laughs> natural at all. Also, that girl, I I was like, why did she look familiar? She was the one that played uh, in Jessica Jones as um, yeah, yeah. What's her um, face? <laughs> Hellcat. Yeah. Hellcat. Trisha. Trisha. Yeah. Trisha. No, Pat. Yeah, it's Trish. Trish. Is it Trish the dish? Patricia Walker. Yeah, right? Patricia Walker. Yeah, because yeah, Patty Walk, Patsy Walker. Patty Walker. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the Hellcat from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's it. Uh, oh God, the 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 phrase is. Oh God, I lost already. Why the f- I'm awful. Sorry. Whatever touch. <laughs> whatever feels fear. Whatever knows fear burns at the touch at the man thing. Whatever. I fucking I can't read anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Um, this I thought this movie was terrible. Yes. Uh, it's also like I said, it's based on Marvel comics. It's rated R, which there's a lot of blood. Right, but I didn't think it was like R rated, but um, but must, it is R rated. They must have said fuck Just twice the, or something. Yeah, because it seemed yeah pretty PG thirteen to me. Um, yeah, maybe they swore a lot because I'm immune to that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get offended. I don't get offended by people swearing. So, because uh, I mean, I guess there was some pretty bloody scenes. Um, and the whole like office building or whatever got destroyed by the monster. Yeah, and people uh, got ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that's a good enough explanation of this movie oh, to, the, to put this to put this into perspective though this came out the same year as iron man holy shit it did yeah i thought it came out before that no it was like 2006 i think right 2005 this came out oh mm, uh-oh iron man came out in 2005 maybe i'm wrong i don't know i didn't watch but they had like the they had the really nice Marvel Marvel uh, title. Thing. Yeah, it did. Oh, two thousand eight was Iron Man. Shit. Oh shit. But still, it's only three years difference. That's still a lot sooner than I thought. Yeah. Even though I wrote two thousand five, I kept thinking it was a nineties movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I I I, the, Man Thing doesn't show up for, until like the last like ten minutes, which pissed me. And off you could tell a they. Lot. Spent their entire budget on him, and that's it. A lot of Even CG. It did not look good, but you could tell they used a lot of CG on it. There are certain parts I was like, okay, that's how he should look more so. But, like, he's he looked more like Swamp Thing than he mm-hmm. did Man Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like, hey, remember Swamp Thing? 
you like this movie, if you like Swamp Thing, it's a different movie, but the same. Yeah. They spent way too Except much. There's no or this is there's no origin. He's just there killing people. Yeah. They spent way too much time like dealing with like the construction stuff, and I was like, I don't care about that. It, it felt it felt like they were setting up for a mini series. Like a TV miniseries, <laughs> and this is yeah, like the it did first feel like a TV show. <laughs> yeah, this is like, this is like the first episode, and they like oh, it went oh, it didn't get picked up. Well, shit. Yeah, maybe that's what it originally was supposed to be. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, well, I gave Man Thing a five and a half. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I did not like it. I dropped my phone, so I will pick it up and say that I gave Man Thing a four and a half. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I was, I was have expected you to be a little higher than mine, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, didn't 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 like it. Uh, but my M M movie was a M M M movie. Yeah, I can't. I forget what country it's from. Is I want to Cor- say I want to say Korea, Korea, but I'm probably wrong. But it's called Mon 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 Monsters. Um. Uh, it, I saw it on Shutter, but I heard it, it's sort of like it was sort of like a comedic horror movie, but it not wasn't too comedic. Um, but oh the, shit, it ha- is Mon 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 Monsters. Yeah, Sorry. There's, there's three. I call mons. it Mon Mon Monsters. <laughs> uh, but it's about this like a bunch of kids that are like in high school, and one kid is always getting bullied. Um, and then one day the bullies they find these like vampire type girls that like well he finds they find one of them and then like chain her up and then find mm-hmm. out like and then like just beat the shit out of her because they're bullies and they do like horrible things like shine light on her or like dr- draw her blood or beat the crap out of her and stuff uh but then the kid gets bullied he's like for some reason now they're like hey you should come hang out with us come hang out with us you're cool he's like wow i am cool um but it turns out they're just fucking with them anyways um but in the meantime the girl that is a vampire also has a sister who is also a vampire and she's trying to come Find back her. and get her sister back and then a whole bunch of weird shit happens which like i don't want to say too much okay. because the main plot of it kind of is right like, twist not twist but so, like turning point right like so as I was watching this movie, I'm like, okay, I like where this world they're setting up. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. And then there's a part in the middle. I'm like, oh my god, this is getting boring. Something better happen. And then the end, I freaking loved. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, I thought it was okay. And yeah. Then I didn't like it, and then I loved it. And it's like, that's the journey I took watching it. Yeah, I. I... Yeah, I got the same thing where I was like at the beginning part, I'm like, okay, this is kind of neat. And then I'm like, all right, so you're just going to watch the bullies just fuck around for half an hour? I was like, you're just going to watch the bully torture this creature. Yeah. This is the movie. Something's got to happen. Yeah. And then, but like, I was, there's a certain part I was like, you're going to do this, right? And even though I knew it was coming, I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But. No, it was it was decent. I, I enjoyed it, but I mean And by the way, it's from Taiwan. Taiwan. So we're close. It's Asia. Um <laughs> That's mean. Um 
But I gave Mon 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 Monsters a seven. I gave it an eight. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I like the ending. Uh, was not fully expecting that ending, but the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. So that's why I, I ended up giving it an eight. I feel I want. I kind of wish I got more backstory of the fat girl that sit in the hall. Well, she just gets bullied. Yeah. I mean, I, I she understand. was basically the scape like the the scapegoat. The, yeah, the girl who got bullied before this kid got bullied. So yeah. like he was the next victim. Yeah. Um, and they kind of they left her alone, and uh, went yeah. to him. So that's I mean that's basically all got out of that. But yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like some of the school stuff. Like, they should have had a little more of that so you get more of the character developments of all the kids in the class. Yeah. Um, that would have been helpful. But, but I mean, most of the story is between the kid that gets picked on and the main bully. Yeah. That's basically what you really need to know. Uh, but, yeah. So, Mon 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 Monsters. Seven. I don't, I don't know why. Eight. <laughs> I don't know why I would call it Mon Mon Monsters. Like because stirs it's three. Is, stirs is its own word. I oh. thought stirs as a word. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, because I know it's mon mon mon, like three mons. And then mm. I said that's enough mons in my title. Too many mons. Okay. All right. Now so, you, you, your end movie. My end movie. Uh, so <sighs> I tried. I tried watching this. Well, I didn't try watching it. I was going to watch this the year I was going through all my 3D movies. Yeah. Because I bought this one because the reviews were saying this is a great 3D movie. Like, like everything was saying, like, this is on a list of if you're going to watch a movie in 3D, you should watch this list. And uh, so I bought this one. I want to say, like, 10 bucks. Oh, on, uh, dear. 3D. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't, like, more expensive, like tron was like tron was like almost 30 i think um the new tron not the old one uh so i finally watched this one i'm like yeah this is a good end movie even though i didn't watch it in the year of the 3d um (laughs) i'm laughing at you because you're acting like this is a terrible movie but you texted me when you started watching going this isn't that bad (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i use those words but you're like, why don't you like this? I'm like, oh, my God. Um, so basically, the premise is that there's this lady who's a nurse. I'm, also, I might have been sarcastic. I, oh, that... I did take yours as sarcastic. Oh, God. I thought you were serious about it. I'm like, oh, wait, just wait. It doesn't get better. <laughs> I got to yeah, see, I I was... see what I said. Uh, he said... Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um, also, oh, oh, uh, you, you, I said, also, what is wrong with this movie? I meant, what yeah, is I, wrong yeah. with this movie? Like, what, like, that's like, not, what's wrong with this movie? It's, what the fuck is wrong I, with this movie? I thought you literally asked me what was wrong with it because <laughs> I did not like it. And I gave no. you saying, this isn't good. No, it was me going, like asking what the problem, like why this is happening to me. Why is this? Why is this considered a movie? <laughs> uh, so this lady is a nurse. I want to yeah. say in quotes because I don't think she actually is a nurse. I think she is, 
but they don't go into her character at all. Like but I mean, she, they go, did, she but... she's demented and likes to torture people. Yeah. Um I don't know how else to say it. Like they introduce her character, she's like at that party and kills that guy. Yeah. She she's and... a she's attractive and likes getting naked, so she fucks with rich men because it gets she her got off. her wife's. Yeah. Yeah. Because she saw him put his ring in she's, his pockets, but that's why she targeted him. Yeah, she's a sociopath. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so then it just follows her, and she becomes friends with one of the nurses that's the girl from 30 Rock. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and, yeah, she eventually realizes that there's something wrong with her, so she tries to stop her. And, yeah, her, what, her dad got killed, and. Um, oh, and she's like the reason why she's like that. Or, no, I'm oh. sorry, the not nurse, the okay. girl. Like, she be friends. Yeah, I don't remember. Then, I don't. It was. It, it's. Well, I was reading a review afterwards, and someone was saying that none of the characters have any reason for doing the things they do, and I agree with that. Like, there's no. It felt like no one knew what they were doing. And there's there no, was no, there's no, yeah, there was no character development at all. Oh god, it was. And the girl, the main actress, she can't act for shit. No, like I'm I, assuming she's well. Looking at her name, I'm guessing she's from France or something. So maybe she just doesn't speak English well. I, nope, I looked her up. She's been in a lot of things. She, I think she was born in New York City. Her mom is like Italian or something. Her name is Paz. Yeah, no, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in like in uh, H, uh, the, uh, shit, the HBO Boardwalk Empire and some of that. I think. Oh she's shit, been in... she was in. Yeah, so pretty big movies. Cider House Rules, Walk to Remember. Yeah. Choke. Yeah, uh, she's just not a good actress. Or oh God, I mean, I don't remember her from those movies that I've seen, but it felt like she was trying to be. I feel like she's trying to pretend to be Jessica Rabbit, but bad, <laughs> but, an, but an evil Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't. Yeah, the one girl that was on here, I'm like, what is she from? And I'm like, oh my god, she's from Letterkenny, and then uh, she was uh, Ready or Not. Oh, the, uh, one of the uh, crazy ones, or the one of the yeah. sisters, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, in Ready or Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I re- I didn't realize that she is Winona Earp. Oh jeez, like she's the actress who plays <laughs> Winona Earp. Wow. <laughs> but no, I just think she's as an actress that girl I think is hilarious. Was she, um, was she the HR person? Yeah. And Jesus Christ, what a fucking dumb ending to this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, God. it was terrible. It's this movie, like yeah. Um, I gave Nurse a four. All right. I, uh, no, how was the 3D on it? 3D was terrible. There was two parts where I went, oh, there's, that's a 3D moment. Like, right near yeah. the end when, like, they're, like, she was, like, stabbing her. There was a couple moments that, like, this could look cool in 3D. Wait, I am watching it in 3D. Oh, <laughs> Why no. isn't it cool? <laughs> like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't good. Like, right. Final Destination, where it, like, pokes stuff at the screen, it looks cool, or this just looked like they're trying, and it yeah. didn't work. 
Oh god. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I I luckily watched it on Tubi TV, so I got. You to, got to watch commercials. Uh, yeah, I got, you to got breaks. A, I got to take a few breaks in the middle, but uh, you gave a nurse a four. I gave it a three and a half. Where I couldn't take breaks. And it was in 3D, so I had to pay attention the whole time. Oh, jeez. Whoops. I crossed off the wrong one. Um, and then you picked... Nightbreed. One of the th- three Clive Barker movies that he directed. <laughs> like, he only... I told that to the guy at work, and he's like, really? Yeah. But both, both Kip and Travis have both seen this movie. <laughs> They're like, this movie's awesome. And I'm like, okay. okay. It's okay. I, um, so we watched Nightbreed, uh, cause he, he either did like the uh, Lords of Illusion with Scott Bakula and, uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. The first Hellraiser is yeah. awesome. Um, so this movie, fuck. I just want to say this movie felt like it was three separate movies. Like it felt, felt like it was a trilogy put into one movie. Yeah. I thought, the movie was over like four times. Right. It felt like there was multiple story. Well, it was the same story. It just felt like, okay, now we're in a different movie. Okay. Yeah. Now we're in a different movie. Yeah. I, I, okay. So the movie starts. Um, I, I hate a lot. Of, oh God. Like this movie was not my kind of movie at all because I hate, Watching horror movies or sci-fi movies where the like the characters like the aliens and some of that are like over the top, and the movie starts with like a whole bunch of like over the top monsters just like running around like ooh look at me whoa I'm crazy and I'm like fuck this movie already. Um, but uh, so there's a whole bunch of like there's a whole bunch of like these creatures I can't I can't even remember what the fuck the main plot of this movie was this guy, the main character well, this guy finds out the main character guy. He finds out that he is one of these. Yeah. Alien type creatures who've been on earth this whole time, but he's, but he's seen in a different dimension. There's like a dimensional, isn't it? I think so. But like he, but he's seeing, he keeps seeing things. Right. And then he's going to like a psychiatrist. Um, right. But then like they, he gets framed for murder Right, dude. I don't remember. I I I watched this movie and I don't remember a goddamn thing about All it. All I remember is that like he was in the mental institution, and the guy that was in there with him, there was ranting about the stuff that he wanted to know, and then the guy rips his own face off. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna read a a, a, a sequel or a, um, a troubled man is drawn to a myth a mythical place called Midian where a variety of friendly monsters are hiding from humanity. Meanwhile, a sadistic serial killer is looking for a patsy. So there's a serial killer going around and yeah, he gets, ends up getting framed for that. And I think then he get like shot out at the cops and then they're like, Oh, he's undead now because he's a creature. Yeah. He's dead. And yeah. So now he moved on to his, his other life form. But then some, but then some of the demon things do like him and some don't. And all this other stuff. There's a whole bunch of weird shit. I didn't know who, who's, who's on what side. But the one thing I did like about it was the serial killer looked cool. The mask with the button eyes and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, neat. Yeah. That was an awesome looking villain. 
But at the same time, this movie felt like it was a PG movie at the same time as a R-rated movie. Like, I think it was PG-13. But just, like, the demons, like, I'm like, you're not evil. You Like, this could be, like, a kid's movie, the way the demons are prancing around at some points. So, oh, okay. It was rated R, I, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I was talking about this because you said, oh, you're going to watch Nightbreed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And then Travis like, oh, this movie's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I keep getting this and uh, Little Monsters mixed up. <laughs> 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 the Savage one. I'm like, the kid's movie? <laughs> And then I'm like, then like I'm watching that first scene where all the creatures are running. I'm like, that guy looks just like Howie Mandel's monster. <laughs> yeah. oh. And then I was like, I could see how you could confuse these because it's like, oh, there's this portal or whatever to the underworld thing where these creatures are. But then, yeah, that was the first movie in this three movies. It felt like. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like. This is labeled as an action fantasy horror. And yeah, you're not I, huge into fantasy movies. Not at all. And this, like, whenever it's like, hey, it's a it's a, a, a portal open to a, a different world with different creatures. And like, I don't like you because you're not a goopleblop or whatever. I'm like, yeah, well, I was going to say all the stupid names that they go. Oh, yeah, you're bibby bibby bobbity or yeah. boobalaz. Um, I was going to say Bilbo, but that's obviously Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'm sorry, horror fans. I did not like this. I didn't like this movie. Um, I thought the movie was okay. It felt long. There were some parts of it I thought were cool. Like, some of the special effects were cool looking. Um, and sometimes I feel like some of these horror movies are just made so they can do the cool special effects. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care what the movie is. They're just like, we're going to have this guy rip his face off. It'll look awesome. And they're like, it did. But that doesn't make the movie amazing. It just makes an amazing scene in a movie. Yeah. So, so I could I could appreciate some of the stuff that he was going for. Oh yeah. Because especially with Hellraiser, how like those creatures are from another existence too, and this is the movie he made right after that one. So it's like okay, he's kind of got a typecast type. I'm gonna you know parallel dimension type things yeah and uh um, D- doug bradley was also in this movie too yeah yes yeah i don't remember what the character name was but doug bradley was in it the guy who plays the main pinhead uh, as dirk lylesberg so you know dirk that guy um yeah i gave nightbreed a six i gave it a four <laughs> that movie was like two hours long and i'm like well good thing i didn't watch the the director's cut which is like half an hour apparently longer apparently it's supposed to be better but i don't know if i want to watch it yeah but the, but remember though people say they liked it better that means they liked one version of it and then they decided to watch right. it again so i'm like eh, no i'm good yeah uh so then yeah so that's the four movies we watched ma man thing mon 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 monsters nurse and nightbreed were our letters and now the regular movies yes so I watched the movie, which you also watched, uh, Popcorn. Popcorn. This that was is, the first movie I watched this month. This was a movie that I, I borrowed a bunch of horror movies from my friend Eric. Uh, and I was borrowing a bunch of movies. And he, like, I was like, oh, I want to see this, this, this. And this is one of those. He goes, here, check this one out. And I go, are you sure? He's like, yeah, check it out. I'm like, eh, look at the cover. I'm like, it doesn't look that fun. 
So, like, I didn't even pick this movie. He literally handed it to me. So I was like, all right. And I picked it from you. Yeah. So I I was like, honestly, this was like one of those movies I would have waited till like, the end of the pile that he gave me to watch. But Uh that was, like, the first one in the pile I watched. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, So basically, there's a school, and they have a film club in in the high school, and they're like, we want to do a movie marathon, like an old horror movie marathon. And they're like, okay, let's do it at the the theater. And they're like, like the old movie theater downtown. And they're like, well, it's closing, so we got to do it fast because, you know, we're going to lose the theater. Which I don't know if that ever comes up again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they have this, this uh, triple feature where they're using, like, physical effects so when you're watching the movie like the chair electrocutes or there's like smell that comes through or like a 3d bug that flies through the air and stuff uh so like oh and so the beginning of the movie there's like this huge montage of them you know putting everything together getting ready for the the premiere and they find a reel of tape it's like a film that one of the old students made and they're like they watch it and they're like what the hell is this it's like this really cheesy kind of creepy because you don't know the origins type where this film came from yeah it's like a a weird like art piece right and um so then like the one girl she becomes kind of obsessed with uh, the little film but wants to learn more about it and stuff and then keeps thinking she sees the creature or like the character from that film at the movie theater uh, during the actual marathon, and then people start dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it has like a lot of like fun weird charm. Like it's it was just a fun like sit down and watch. Like my girlfriend Kristen was watching it too. Like, and after I got done, she's like, "That was fun." Like, do you have any other movies like that? I'm like, I can't think of any other movies like that. <laughs> but it was. It was fun. I, I I did like how there was a lot of special, like practical effects because that was, um, you know, before that time. I love practical effects. And I will also, choose them over uh, CG anytime. Yeah, but I I loved the movies that they watched. They were like mm-hmm. just knockoffs of just shitty old movies, but they were like just so tongue in cheek. Like it was so good. Like the little fake movies are so good like the mosquito the giant mosquito and stuff like they felt after watching so many episodes of mystery science theater 2000 over this quarantine like i felt like i was at back at home watching those little mini films that they were doing it was it was a good time but no i i, I really enjoyed it I, I liked it a lot i i might have to track this movie down someday if i if i see it cheap anywhere yeah trying to think oh yeah so popcorn i gave a seven and a half i gave it a seven so the next movie i watched was a movie i saw years ago but um it was kind of funny because i had a, a stack of movies and i'm like i told my girlfriend like which movie do you want to watch and she goes looper I'm like, okay so i pop it i'm like have you seen this one no do you know what it's about no I'm like you know nothing about this movie nope i'm like then why'd you pick it it's the only one i could read from here <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so we watched Looper. Uh, I've seen it before, but um, yeah. it's I really like it a lot. It's the same guy that 
made Knives Out, mm-hmm. and the same guy, and he did the Star Wars movie that everyone hates, the eighth one. Yeah. Um, but this movie is like a sci-fi-ish type movie where, um, and they go through like the whole preamble at the beginning of like setting up the whole universe where people get a job, uh, and basically time travel is illegal. Uh, so, but they use time travel to teleport people back and then like they shoot them and then basically cutting off the loop. Uh, and then they give them, get paid. They send them back with like silver credits and stuff like that. Um, but then once a character, once, once a person like they give them so much time, they say after this many years, then you have to, you know, this job after so many years, they, then they, are the ones that get looped back and then cut off, you know, just to make sure there's no loopholes. Uh, so the main character you follow, um, he basically, you see him go through his life, but then when he loops back to get, to get shot, uh, he's mad because his wife gets murdered by these people. So he wants to find, find revenge on the person that killed his wife. So if he goes back in time, to go to kill off the person who would be a kid at the time. So he goes around to plan and killing all these children so that he'll eventually get the one person that kills his wife. So it doesn't like, he's not depressed the rest of his life when he's in the, you know, in the future. Um, so then of course, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing the younger version of Bruce Willis. Uh, so he's trying to stop himself from killing these kids, <laughs> which is cool uh <laughs> but um but there's a lot of like other little details here and there that like you don't think are important and then eventually you're like oh shit that's oh shit um so it, i don't know it's it's a cool sci-fi movie i i gave away a little more than i wanted to but i kind of had to for the plot because mm-hmm. yeah, i was gonna mention i'm like I thought that was a reveal later, but it's not too much of a reveal. It's like it's I'd say it's in the first half of the movie. Okay. So yeah, I've only seen this once, and it was a long time ago. <laughs> because it shows it shows Joseph Gordon Levitt's character, but then it shows him get older when he has to, when he gets to stop. Because once they they stop him from like working, they say, "All right, now from here on out, you have like this many years to live your life, and then you get looped back." So they, they give him a, his gold payout, his cash gold payout. And then he goes, and then you know he's done with his job. And then he lives like 30 years, and then they send him back to cut the loop, and then so on and so forth. Um, but so you see you see Joseph Gordon-Levitt get older and then turn to Bruce Willis, and then that's when he jumps back, and then it's, he's like, oh, shit, I'm fighting myself. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, I like this movie quite a bit. Um, I, 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 it's it's a neat, cool, like sci-fi-ish type movie, uh, and it's it's fun. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis, and Emily Blunt. I don't know what else you need for actors, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah, I gave Looper a seven and a half. Sounds about right. Um, the next one I watched. Uh, Kristen popped it on one day, and I was like, "I want to see this movie." I don't, I didn't want to see the movie, but, but since it was on, you might as well watch it. It's a horror movie. Like I wasn't like begging to watch it, but it was on. I'm like, if it's on, I'll watch it because it's a horror movie. Um, 
back when we had Movie Pass, I saw a lot of trailers for this. It's the movie Winchester. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought you were gonna say that insidious movie with the keys. No, no. Um, Winchester looked dumb. Yeah, I I I thought so too. But I figured, hey, it's a ghost story. Who could? Uh, who could? Uh, I've seen so many generic ghost stories that are so boring. They're like, oh, here's that again. Yep, and this is one of them. Uh, so, basically, the gist of it is. Uh, the man who cre- who created the Winchester rifle, he was a millionaire, super, super, super rich, um, and he made a giant mansion. But then he died, and the wife kept building the house, and just they would build stuff, and then tear it down, and build stuff, tear it down, and like have have like staircases to nowhere, rooms that are like w- oddly shaped, it's like just constantly. But they're like. The people making the house like we don't care we we're getting money um so the main dude who was the main character i can't remember his name but he's he's the main character the, the main character in the new pet cemetery and also chappaquiddick oh, okay and that dude are you talking about the dad yeah yeah okay uh, yeah and he said chappaquiddick like duh yeah yeah uh that actor <laughs> mm-hmm. um he's like a i think he's like a psychiatrist or a doctor and basically i think I, I forget the details exactly, but I think his the woman's um, family members are like she's losing her money and her mind. Go check on her, make a diagnosis. She's crazy. Let her know, let us know so we can kick her, Christ, get her out of there. Feels like this was from 2018, so it's only two years old. It feels like it was so long ago. Yeah. Um. So then he gets there, and then uh, he's, Jason Clark is the actor. Jason name. Clark, that's the name. Uh, but yeah, he's so he's there, like he's seeing spooks and and old stuff, like seeing ghosts and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I do believe her. She is, and and the thing is, the reason why she's building all these extra rooms and staircases that go to nowhere because she's boarding off the ghosts, because all the oh, ghosts, all the ghosts are the ones that died by the hands of the Winchester rifles. So they're coming back for revenge. So they're they're <laughs> they're. Like she's boarding them off into rooms to keep the ghosts trapped because they so many like you twelve nails or whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah, this movie was very boring, uh, and uh, I, I gave Winchester I gave it a four and a half. Um, just in case you're curious, it was nominated for four Razzies that year. All right, that's. Uh... But I don't think it won. Because it was going against Watson and Holmes, Jesus. or Holmes and Watson, and uh, Gotti. Oh Jesus! At that uh, Robin Hood. Oh God! The oh. And then Happy Italian Murders. Like wow, yeah, like those other <laughs> it's, three. It might be the best. Might be the best one on that list. Yeah. I haven't seen Happy Time Murders, but I can I just heard, assume. Yeah, I heard awful things about it. I heard it wasn't funny unless you just thought the fact that there are puppets are funny. Yeah, I could see that. I, that's yeah. That's that seems like the, the general consensus. Uh, so what's what'd you watch? So okay, so the the other M movie I couldn't decide on was Monster. Yes. Um, which is funny because you had Mon 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 Monsters and then Monster. Uh, this is Monster um, from two thousand three. Okay. Yeah, with two thousand three. Uh, Charlize Theron won an Oscar for this performance. Because there's a lot um, of movies just is, called Monster. 
Yeah, this is Patty Jenkins, the lady who did Wonder Woman, did this movie. Uh, she got nominated for director. I don't know if she, I don't think she won, but she got nominated. And this is the movie that put Patty Jenkins on the map mm-hmm. as far as uh, popular directors. Um, this is based on a true story. Um, Charlie Theron and Nicole, not Nicole Richie. Uh, what's her name? Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci uh, are the two main actresses in this movie. But uh, Charlize Theron plays this lady who is a prostitute. Um, and it's, ba- it's based on Eileen Wernos, if people know true crime. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know anything about this going in, yeah, uh, except that someone gets murdered. That's all uh, I knew going into this. <laughs> they, they had 29 nominations for this movie um, yeah. for awards, and the one was the best best uh leading role best actress in leading right. role yeah Charlize Theron won an Oscar um for they're like oh she because they joke about how that she gained weight and she then she won an Oscar it's like the only time a woman like gains weight for a role <laughs> and she won an Oscar well she actually got best actress in a lot of other awards yeah but yeah well she's an amazing actress yeah uh, but she plays a prostitute and befriends Christina Ricci's character who, uh, who still lives at home and is trying to get away from her parents and stuff because her parents don't like her because she's a lesbian. Um, and uh, Charlize Theron's not a lesbian, but she likes having a friend. Um, and during one of her prostitution things, uh, she defends herself and accidentally kills the John and then she steals all his money in his car. Because he was choking the shit out of her. Right. So she, like, murdered him, took his money, and then it kind of became a slippery slope where she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, sexually pleasure these people anymore. So then she starts, like, killing more people and taking their stuff. And, uh, yeah, Christina Ricci's character doesn't realize all this is going on. <laughs> and then, like, they're wanted by the law and all this stuff. Um, I mean, obviously it's based on a true story. So like, I always think it's kind of hard to take a real event and try to make a plot from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, it's just, this is the stuff that happened. Like here it is. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, you don't want to jazz it up because then it's not, then it becomes fiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know. Like, I totally understood. Well, not totally, but I could see where each of the characters are coming from. Yeah. Like I felt like there was really good character development on the two main characters. Uh, even though she was murdering people, you're like, okay, I can kind of see how she went down that path. Um, and then same with Christina Ricci's character, like, you know, she's getting a taste of freedom and having friends. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, not like one of the best movies I've ever seen, but it definitely had a lot of potential. Um, and I can see why it got nominated for a lot of awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a seven. Okay. Monster. I gave monster a six. 2003. Like I was, yeah. Um, uh, I another can't movie. see it just to glow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another movie I watched uh, that I had seen before uh, because 
for some reason, Kristen thinks that I hate zombie movies or zombies. I like zombies, but they're overdone a lot. Yeah, because um, of The Walking Dead, there's too many of them now. Well, in general, there's a lot of zombie movies, and I'm like, it's so easy well, to do a zombie movie, but yeah. it's it's hard to stand out in that genre. So I right. wanted to show her one of my favorite zombie movies, which is 28 Days Later. Oh, the first one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We might watch weeks the later eventually. Zombie. Yeah. The fast zombie. Movie. The rage-filled zombie. And it's so sad because at the beginning of the movie, these uh, it starts off where a bunch of animal rights activists uh, break into this lab where these monkeys are infected with rage. Yeah. And the monkeys are watching TV and all these news coverages of wars and people rioting in the streets and police taking down rioters and protesters. And I went, oh, this movie was made this year. Cool. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Pretty much. Uh, um, but I think it's like it was in the early 2000s. I remember watching in college. Um, I just remember when this movie came out, too. At the time, people said this movie is like ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, it really is because that was when it should come out. Yeah. But uh, so then, uh, but then this dude, uh, this, the main character, he ends up um, waking up, much like Walking Dead. He ends up waking up in the hospital, and he w- looks around, and everyone's missing. And he eventually stumbles across some zombies. Uh, and gets saved by these two other people that are, like, uh, you know, going to save him. So then, like, they're just wandering. They're just kind of wandering, like, trying to find shelter and, and supplies and some of that. Um, until they come across... Uh, an old man and his daughter, an older guy and his daughter. And they're like, well, we should head to listen to the radio. They say we should head to where they have like, there's a cure, you know, for sickness and some of that. And like, and we had to do they go to this army outpost. Um, and like this movie is so like in chunks that I don't want to give too much away because it's like by the time they get to this point, it's like the last third of the movie, and that's where the movie really picks up. Once like the whole army situation starts kicking in, mm-hmm. which Christopher Eccleston is so good, he's so good in this movie. Um, I gotta watch this movie again. It's so good. Yeah, I like I, I like it. It's 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 a. It's I didn't a, I didn't care as much for the second one. I think the first one was amazing. Yeah, I think I've only seen the but, second one like once. But I want to watch. I've it only seen each one of them once. Really? I've seen this. Did movie we like... see this in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. I I've think that's s- the only time I saw it. I've seen this one like probably five times. I probably walked in on people watching it and caught glimpses, like pieces again. Yeah. Because this is when we were in college, so yeah. Uh, I'm sure I walked into like Joey's room and they were watching it or something. Yeah, it must have been like 2003. Because remember you. Remember... It came out in 2003. Yeah, cause I remember. I remember you watching it and you had gone to Scotland already. And there's like a soda, like he's like Iron think, Brew. No, I think it was like, I thought it was like Tango or something. And you're like, oh, uh, Tango <laughs> or it was, something. It was, it, oh, yeah, that's right, the juice. Yeah. It was carbonated juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, they had. I'm pretty sure they had an Iron Brew, a billboard in the movie too. Probably. But, but yeah, he drinks the Tango. Yeah. Like in the convenience store. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. It was carbonated apple juice is the kind I had. It was nice. so good. That does sound delicious. But, uh, 20 but days I later... looked it up. It's 28 Days Later, and Walking Dead came out in the same year. The comic? So, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so all good, right? It's like, because I was like, I was thinking Walking Dead came out after. I'm like, they stole it from this, but I'm like, you can't really say because it came out around the same time. Yeah. Like the whole waking up, and that's the start of their narrative. Yeah. But what'd you give uh, Walking Dead? What'd you give 28 Days Later? I gave 28 Days Later a seven and a half. Yeah, I probably would have gave it an eight. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's it's good, but I think the it test... It still holds up? It still holds up. I think like when I first saw it, I was probably closer to an eight, but now it's like 17 years later. So it's like, yeah. it's still good, but a lot of my memories are like... like that's... Well, also, when this movie came out, like zombies weren't everywhere at that point. Yeah. Like, right. I feel like The Walking Dead kind of jump-started it because it's like, hey, it's an easy post-apocalyptic choice and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So then you started seeing... Because they're like, hey, we could serialize this, you know? This could be an ongoing thing. Yeah, because I think, I think the remake of Dawn of the Dead came out after this. I think that was like 2004 or five. Yeah, I think so. Because um, that was Zack Schneider's, one of his yeah. first movies. I remember watching um, that in college as well. But I feel like that was... Yeah, I want to say 2005, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, like I think at this point, like vampires were everywhere. Yeah, I do. I do remember a lot of vampire stuff. Like, so uh, vampires were like, okay, we got to do something different. Zombies. Now zombies are everywhere. John the Dead was 2004. But, okay, so a year later. Wow. Yeah, a year later. But uh, yeah. but now vampires are still everywhere. Yeah. You guys remember that uh, one uh, John Carpenter movie with the uh, the vampire virus and stuff? And don't remember what it was called, but it was meh. Um, yeah, what was it? E Wars? No. No, 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 no. That's that's a more current thing. I can't remember. I just remember it was like these guys that, yeah, the the dude from something. I can picture the dude's face, and I I don't know. <laughs> uh, but another movie that I watched. Wait, wait. What? Oh, okay. just... anyway, what's your next movie? <laughs> next movie I watched um, was another movie from I pulled from my vault of uh, good movies I liked. Uh, it was The Prestige, mm. and uh, rewatching that movie, it's probably my favorite. One of my, if if not my favorite, one of my favorite. Um, what's that dude's name? Christopher Nolan movies. Uh. Because it, it, it starts I off said Norton. <laughs> Norton. Uh, it starts off Nolan. with uh, Hugh Jackman and uh-oh. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, like their characters, they're like they want to be magicians, um, but they, they kind of like start off as like the the, the plants and the audience where they go they bring someone up and they're like, Hey, you sir, come up here and the audience volunteer and you sir, like they, they start as plants, uh, doing magic stuff, but then they are working on tricks and different things. Um, but then uh, at the very beginning of the movie, Christian Bale's character, uh, his um, he has to tie, tie these knots on this woman's, this, this, the, the female assistant, uh, tie these knots on her hands, this rope. And she's like, I can, but backstage, she's like, I could handle this kind of knot. They're like, no, you couldn't. It would it'd get tired in water. It wouldn't be good. Uh, so then when they're doing a trick to drop her into water with the tied rope on around her wrists, she like gives him a nod like, 
do the knot. And he's like, all right, fine. He does the knot. And then they uh, they drop her in the water, put the cover over top, and the cover comes up, and she still had the ropes around her hand. So they try breaking, breaking it out, and uh, she ends up drowning. But that was Hugh Jackman's character's wife. So he mm-hmm. in- instinctively, immediately now hates Christian Bale's character. And then, like, so as they're both trying to rise to the top to be the greatest magician, they keep fucking with each other, being, like, rooting their mm-hmm. act or rooting their reputation and stuff to, like, the most extreme ways um, in a not funny way, but, like, a very serious way. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a cool movie. Hugh Jackman is amazing in it. Christian Bale's amazing in it. David Bowie plays Nikola Tesla, and he's great in it. Chris, Michael Caine's in it. Scarlett Johansson. Like, this is a top-notch casted movie. <laughs> like, it really is. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... I, 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 I like it a lot. It's... Because around that time, I remember Prestige came out, and so the illusion, Illusionist, that was mm-hmm. the Edward Norton one. I remember watching that one first and being like, I like Edward Norton. And then watch that movie and be like, that wasn't that good. And then we'd right. be like, we don't want to watch the other one. And then eventually did sat down and watch Prestige. I'm like, that one was good. <laughs> that We should have started with that one. But did uh, not watch the other one. We watched it at your apartment, I thought. No, I said we should have watched Prestige and then not the oh, other yeah, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but I gave the Prestige an eight. Nice. Okay, so I watched a movie... I don't know if you watched it or not. Palm Springs? No, I didn't. Okay. This is a Hulu original movie with uh, Andy Samberg and the girl who plays uh, uh, the mother on How I Met Your Mother. Okay. <laughs> That's like, don't remember the actress. But this movie is another take on the Groundhog Day type movie. Oh, yeah. That's why I probably didn't watch it. Uh, but. I want to say this is probably one of the most clever versions of it since Groundhog Day. Um, so there's like a wedding going on and uh, the the main girl, she's, what is this? She's the bridesmaid, I think, or the maid of honor. And she has to do a speech and stuff like that. And yeah, Andy she's... Samberg's character comes up and like saves her and he does this whole huge speech and everyone's like oh my god that's the best speech ever blah 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 blah. so she follows him to the beach and um they're talking and then this guy out of nowhere comes with a bow and arrow and shoots andy samberg with a bow and arrow jesus and he starts like crawling to this cave and he's like don't go in the cave he yells to the girl and she's like what and then she goes in the cave and then she wakes up and the day repeated and she finds him and he's like, I told you not to go in the cave. She's like, what are you talking about? And then you find out that Andy Samberg's been reliving the same day over and over and over. Oh. And he's at the and he's at the point where he's just like, I just go with the flow now and do whatever I want because it's going to repeat anyway. And she's like, this is a new instance for her. So apparently when you go into the cave, it reboots it your day right away. Because mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, you get hit by a car. It's a painful next couple hours in the hospital and the ICU and all this stuff until your day repeats. But then you find uh, J.K. Simmons. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. So he he's mad at Andy Samberg because he followed him into the game. So whenever he sees Andy Samberg, he like tries to kill him. Oh, so that's why he gets shot with the bow. 
but then uh yeah so then they're reliving the day and all this stuff and trying to figure it out and she's like this is the worst day ever to repeat over and over and over and he's like it's not that bad and then like you slowly start finding out why this is terrible for her and then like you find out like it's a weird romantic comedy but to me if you're going to do a sequel to Groundhog Day it would make sense to have multiple people having to repeat the day and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know it had a, a pretty cool ending and stuff too but yeah it was interesting because you know Andy Samberg's just like ah, I just get drunk and hang out and chill in pools and stuff because <laughs> he just like did everything he could like after a while you're just like yeah there's nothing to do <laughs> But then they get into a big fight and stuff like that. And he's like trying to find her and the days keep repeating. And yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend the movie. I I told Carrie to watch it and then she watched it. She's like, that was really good. I keep, I I kept hearing people talk about it, but for some reason I kept thinking of that one that, um, God, what's the guy from Saturday Night Live? Pete or. Oh, Pete Davidson. Yeah. The, The King of Staten Island or whatever. Yeah. I kept, yeah, that was, one, I kept thinking it was that. Yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> no. I don't know who this is. Yeah. Like, aside from Andy Samberg, it's not really a Saturday Night Live. No. Um, I don't. No, I, I, I don't want I, I, I remember that movie. There's people are complaining cause it was like in and out of theaters so fast. I kept. Yeah, I kept forgetting about this movie. And then I see a commercial for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should watch this. Um, but, yeah, I think it's really good. Um, it's on Hulu. I gave it a nine. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm serious when I say this is a good movie. Uh, um, the next movie. Oh, want, oh what? It, uh, the movie Timer. I saw that. What? That's pretty good, too. The guy who did Palm Springs did a, movie, a sci-fi movie called The Timer. Oh, was that where you find you out? Yeah, it counts down to you meeting your uh, soulmate. Yeah, I think you did that on this podcast. Did I? I'm almost I certain, know. like, the first year. I, I probably did. If not, it was close. So were you describing it to no. me? Nope, it wasn't on the podcast. Oh. There's a couple time movies I watched, but not that one. There was one called Time Lapse. That one was on Netflix, I think, mm. at the time. But yeah, the timer, that was a good movie as well. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and he's huh. also a director of the TV show Parenthood. Yeah, that huh. was pretty good. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you look at that. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the next movie I watched was um, a Kristen movie that she liked a lot. So, And I was like, I never saw this. I'll check it out. It was Memoirs of a Geisha. Um, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I've seen uh, the main actress. She was also in Crush and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I saw that in college. But I never saw this. And I was like, I remember people, like, gushing over this book when it came out and stuff. So, like, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, and it basically, I mean, it's almost exactly what I thought it was going to be from what I knew about it. Uh, you follow a girl who um, she wants to be a geisha because she loves how like people like treat them like royalty and this and this. Uh, so she like wants to be a geisha and she is going like to school and stuff uh, or going through. I think she, I think she's an orphan. I forget the details. Um but she ends up like going through all this stuff and training and becomes like one of the best geishas around. And, uh, but obviously at the same time, like those whole things going on, there's a war going on and so on and also there's stuff with that. And 
there's a love story involved because well, when she was young, uh, she met this guy, uh, and like, cause she, I think she got like dirty or something, and he gave her a handkerchief saying, "Hey, you know, wipe, clean it up." And she always held on to the handkerchief because she was like, "Oh, he's such a handsome man." And then when she became engaged, she's like, "I want to." Like, because apparently one of the things, uh, one of the most important things about being a geisha is when you finally uh, sell your virginity to someone. Even though being a geisha is not about sex at all, but it's like, but a desired woman, and if they're still pure, that can be a heavy price. And she wanted to sell it to that guy. Um, but then it didn't happen, and it ended up being some dude, creepy dude. Um, but. You know, they eventually like a love story. They reconnect later on, and this and this, and but it was a, it it was, pretty much what I expected it was gonna be for a movie, but also I do like. Japan, and I like like all these, like, it, even though it was like early in nineteen hundred like nineteen hundreds, um. Oh the the yeah it was, was it took place pre World War Two yeah nineteen twenty nine it says. yeah nineteen twenties um uh, even though it took place like then it was still like I just love watching the Japanese culture and so that's so, like that it was very it was a very visually pleasing movie even though it wasn't like you know like Moulin Rouge where they're trying to do, be all sorts of like visually pleasing this is like it just looked, yeah it looked this nice. uh, this movie won best. Academy Awards for Best Art Direction, Cinematography, oh. and Costumes. I totally see that because it, it was a very pleasing. So it won three, yeah, it won three Oscars. Okay. For... Yeah, it it, it looked stuff. it looked very nice. Like I I was enjoying just watching the movie, you know. But um, but no, yeah, memoirs for shots guys. look big. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was I thought it was a fun movie, and it's most... is it done in uh, Japanese or is it uh, at English? the very beginning when um when I think the mother was sick and she was like trying to, I think she, when she was like giving her children away, like it's okay. Like to a guy, um, like a prologue type thing. Yeah. That was, that was in like, that was subtitled, but then, or no, I don't think, I don't think it even was subtitled. I think it was just like them talking in Japanese and like, where are the subtitles? We turn the subtitles on and it's like, you just like see like, knocking on door i'm like why is it not saying what they're doing <laughs> like what's saying what they're saying <laughs> but then the rest of the movie is all in english so okay uh but no i gave uh memoirs of a geisha i gave it a six and a half nice yeah I, it was it was a nice little movie um and uh, the next one you watched next one i watched i kind of give you a little preview before we started the podcast um the the last Stephen King. Nope, I still have one more. Uh, one of the last Stephen King made for TV miniseries that I watched called Rose Red. Um, and Rose Red, it's basically the haunting, the haunting of Hill House, but if Stephen, <laughs> but if Stephen King wrote it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it was like a three part. So it was like. I remember when it was on TV, like it was the mini, a miniseries movie. Yeah. Back when they used to have those. Yeah. Now they don't have those anymore. Um, but it's a it's a, a a college professor who's trying to prove that psych like that um, f- paranormal phenomenon exists. So she like hires a bunch of people to 
a bunch of people with like psychic abilities to go into the house and try to reawaken the house because the house is alive. Um, but uh, it turns out that the ghost inside is a vampire or something. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Whatever. Um, it's kind of boring. Uh, but all the it, but it's a very. Is the girl's name Rose Red or is the house the name house, Rose the Red? house is named Rose Red. The house okay. is named Rose Red. Um, but it's it's a very very Stephen King story, like <laughs> like all of the plot, really drawn out, like all, really really drawn out. A lot of like a lot of foreshadowing with this, and a lot of foreshadowing with this. A lot of characters that are like like the, like you see these characters like oh yeah this is from definitely from, like because like one of the, the dude that I showed you from uh, Silicon Valley, he yeah. has like an overbearing mother, and he's like a nerd. He's like almost like the character from like the stand that nerdy kid. Yeah. He's, he's like because he's like just an asshole to everyone and stuff like that. And they have like a really nice older lady and then like a little kid. And she's always been like it's it's just a very generic Stephen King movie. But and as they're as they're going through the house, they keep like saying, "Oh yeah, this is where this happened," and it would have a flashback to like all these things that have bad things that happened in the house. And it's not a very entertaining movie to me. I watched it when it came out and I didn't think it was that entertaining, but I'm like, but people like it. So I'll give it another shot. And I watched it. I'm like, and it was just too many hours too long. Um, I, I didn't care for it. I get, I get, I'm sorry, Steven. I know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I know you're listening, but I gave Rose red a five and a half. Uh, did you read the book or no? Um, there isn't a book. Oh, it's not. No. I thought this was based on a book. No, there isn't a book, but someone who isn't Stephen King wrote um, wrote a book based on it because you there's a – I think it's Ellen Rimbauer or something like that. So there's a diary called – I think it's the, the Diary of Ellen Rimbauer um, that was like one of the – I think she was like one of the, the maids or the helpers in the house back in like – you know, decades and decades and decades before when the whole shit was happening because it was, like, laying vacant for so many years. Um, and they made a... They, so there's a book, and they made a movie based on that book, which is, like... But Stephen King had nothing to do with any of it. Um, <laughs> but, no, that's... It was it was much like the golden years. It was just a made-for-TV uh, script. Kind of like Storm of the Century, which is another miniseries movie that I have to watch yet. But that came with a book which was basically just the script in book form. That was weird. But yeah. Uh, not that, yeah, I gave it a five and a half. Okay. So the next movie I watched was uh, Alexander Hamilton. Um, so I watched Hamilton. Yes. Finally released uh, it on Disney Plus because uh, I'm not a big theater person and I don't like spending a lot to go sit in a play. Um, but <laughs> everyone, everyone is like, everyone has been seeing this thing. So I'm like, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll see how it is. I loved it. Um, I know you were saying that it wasn't your cup of tea. Um, but basically ha. Hamilton ha. goes T through tea, tea. Uh, Boston tea party. Um, it goes through the history of Alexander Hamilton and how he came to this country and rose up and to become the, uh, uh, secretary of the treasury and uh, to his death, and uh, spoiler I, alert. 
And they say it in the first song. He was alive in the 1700s and he's dead now. Oh. Well, I'm just saying, Aaron Burr says, I'm the one who shot him in like, yeah. the first song. Um, <laughs> I was like, one of the few things I knew about him is that Aaron Burr shot him. That's, thanks, um, thanks, milk commercial. Yes. Um, but yeah, it goes through the history, or like his legacy and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. I thought it was really good. The songs have been stuck in my head and I watched it again today. Um, well, I had it in the background. It's, it's on Disney Plus. So I could just listen to it instead <laughs> of a CD because I don't have the CD. Um, yeah. Yeah. It shows that, like when he meets his 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 wife for the first time and um, moves kid. the capital from New York city. And uh, yeah. And it goes through all the stuff he's done. He's done so much stuff. And yeah, I didn't know much about him because I didn't even realize he wasn't a president. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although we, like, we watched it and uh, like about an hour, hour and a half in Chris and I were both like, we can, turn this off if you don't want to and i'm like no we have to finish this because it might get better because i'm gonna be president and it it didn't like i the first couple songs i'm like all right okay i'm kind of into this but mm -hmm. then like the fact that it was all just song 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 there was song, no like, like, that kind of script in between yeah that kind of threw me off a little bit because it's like each song like when we do musicals <clears throat> each song was a accentuate accentuate supposed to really like oomph give you oomph for that certain moment and emotion mm -hmm. and when it's constantly just like constantly non-stop yeah going, but there was some songs i think that were very low-key compared to yeah there or were at least like a, a verse or two that like leads up yeah 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 but like at first i was like okay this isn't bad this isn't bad but then like i just got to a point where i'm like i'm listening but I just kind of that ex yes. like when it's when it's constantly at this level, yeah. that level kind of loses its, you know, it kind of plateaued for me very fast. But uh, Kristen agreed that the king was very funny. It was the best thing about it. <laughs> yes. As soon as he like walked out, I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Every he had like three songs. and Each time he came out, it was hilarious. Yeah, his songs are like, pretty oh, fun. You don't have a leader. Good job. Best of luck. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like one of the best. Um, but yeah, the Andrew Jackson guy who went to France and then came back, uh, he was on Blackish. I was like, he looks familiar. But he's okay. on the TV show Blackish. I'm like, oh, Cami at work pointed that out. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, when he showed up, I'm like, that guy looks very familiar. Well, the funny thing too is like, um, Chris had mentioned this too about. Uh, uh, Lin Manuel uh, Miranda, yeah. Like how he was an act. Obviously, he was an actor before this. Um, mm -hmm. But she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. He showed up on all these other shows and stuff. She's like, I remember him being on this before Hamilton came out, because like, he was on uh, How I Met Your Mother, and um, and other stuff. Yeah, he's had. I, I want to say he's had a couple other musicals that he's done. He was in the on Broadway. Oh, I was going to say he was in the the uh, Mary Poppins sequel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that was after Hamilton came out. God, IMDb, stop crashing, please. Yeah. But yeah, I loved it. Um, I I watched it with subtitles on so I could like follow the story a little easier. 
Yeah. It felt like it felt like that helped. I don't know if you did that or not, but no. <laughs> yeah, so I gave Hamilton a nine and a half. Oh geez. Like I said, I've watched it three times now. Um I gave it a five. Yeah. I gave because I'm like it was gonna be one of those things like kind of like Tiger King where I'm like everyone freaks out about it. I th- I think that be might be part of it where I heard people talk about it nonstop mm-hmm. and the hype was it wasn't worth the hype for me. So that yeah. kind of that kind of damaged it a little bit. I feel bad about that cuz I'm like I hate when there's something that's also many people like but then by the time it gets to me it's already been through all these filters. I kept telling myself that it's not going to be as good as everyone says like the entire time I was watching it. I kept yeah. telling myself that because I was like the weekend it came out because it came out on Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, like it was everywhere. That's and I'm all like, Jesus was talking Christ. about. Yeah, and then I watched it like a week or two later. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, it's still good. I want to get the CD eventually mm-hmm. so I can listen to it in my car. But Cammy's just like, just play it on your phone. Just put Disney Plus on your phone. I'm like, I'm not going to use all my data. <laughs> Unless they have the thing where you like Netflix where you can watch it offline. Yeah. That would be dangerous. Everyone would like rip that like crazy. Well the next yeah. the next three movies I watched, you also watched. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> um we watched Arachnid. I don't know if they're the same three, but <laughs> uh I'm guessing, yeah. Because I yeah. Um well, I got... Well, oh, that's right. I guess yeah. There's there's four movies left that I watched that you also watched, but I have more yeah, beyond, one of them besides that. Review. Yeah, um, but I watched Arachnophobia because which I realized I spelled that way wrong on here. Arch. I found no. out that my phone doesn't autocorrect Arachnophobia. It's Probably not in my dictionary on my phone. Too many letters. Um, I'm like, if I start typing it, it'll fill in the rest. Nope. <laughs> well, I, I, because I was, we were like just, I think sitting in the living room. I think we were like, it's like arachnid. Like, no, I want you to spell arachnophobia. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, we were, we were just like sitting in the living room and we had just finished watching um, our preview movie and we went, we got to watch something better. No, no, sorry. We, <laughs> sorry. We had watched, we watched Monster. They're like, let's watch something else. And I was like, sk- I was flipping around on Twitter and someone was like, 30 years ago today, arachnophobia came out in theaters. I'm like, you want to watch Arachnophobia? And Chris is like, no, I'm afraid of spiders. And I'm like, yeah, but, me too. But I'm like, but it's John Goodman. And it's like a PG-13 movie or PG movie. And it's released by Disney. And, all and this it's stuff. listed as a comedy. Yeah. So like, and I was reading all this stuff. And she's like, all right, let's give it a shot. I'm like, okay, cool. So we watched Arachnophobia, which, I mean, I'm not afraid of spiders. Like, they don't bother me much. I mean, I'm not afraid of spiders like Jeff Daniels is afraid of spiders in that no, movie. No, correct. I think they're gross, and I don't like them on me. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. Like if I see one, I'm like, yeah, you just stay over there. I'll be fine. Like I'm afraid. I will po- kill it, but <laughs> I won't like be like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I just I'm afraid of poison ones. That's all. Or like. Just, where like I've snakes. Had instances where they've been in my hair and I didn't know it. That grosses me out. Where like snakes are scary no matter what. Spider web. Like snakes are creepy, and you kept calling this movie um, Anaconda and not Arachnophobia, <laughs> and I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, um, I did not see it. I did not see Anaconda. Uh, I did back in the second year of this podcast. I just remember we were geocaching once, 
and I jumped over a creek and almost landed on a snake, and that freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. Because it was like I didn't expect it, and I almost landed on it, even though it was just like a garter snake, so it wasn't like or grass snake or whatever they're called. I think it was garter um, snake. Yeah. But like <laughs> it scared me more the fact that I didn't know it was there, and all of a sudden I almost landed on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, sort of out of the, the, the book of Pet Cemetery, um, Jeff Daniels moves into uh, the, this new town, the small town in the, the country. And the um, dog dies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was on the, the country, and, uh, and he's like the new doctor in town. But then the doctor in town's like, yeah, I decided not to retire. And he goes, oh, no. Well... That's my job. So then he just starts seeing like, a few customers on as, like, because lady's like, oh, yeah, he, the doctor, he's nuts. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And, like, the doctor's just, like, pointing out all these things and get, prescribing people with medication. He's like, and Jeff Daniels is like, you don't need these. Yeah. But then people start dying, and the doctor's like, yep, that new doctor, he's he, he should have been taking this medicine. I told him to take this medicine. He's like, no, they died from a spider bite. Nope, that's not possible. I'm the doctor. I know I know what's going on. And everyone just yeah, keeps... You can't die from a black widow, and that's, like, the worst that's around here. Yeah. Um, But then... Oh, yeah, also, at the very beginning, you forget... I forget that there's these people out and about. They're on uh, an expedition at yeah. the, the rainforest or something. Yeah, and, and the, the crate got sent back, and there's one of the spiders inside... And uh, and that was like is it a museum or something? I don't remember exactly what it was, but well, because it was because uh, the guy died on the expedition, yeah, and he was from that town, so it was oh, okay. with a dead body, yeah. yeah. So it got released in the morgue, and then yeah, I don't know how it got to the farm, but yeah, did, did it get picked up by a bird at one point or something? Maybe. Oh yeah, that's right. Bird picked <laughs> it up, and then it like bit the bird, and the bird dropped him. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a not bad movie. It's, it can be entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining. Um, I think it's funny that we, I feel like the way we're explaining it, it's way, it sounds way funnier than it is. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like I'm watching it. like, there's a bunch of scenes where they're like setting it up. Like, Oh, this spider, watch the spider. It's kind of comical. Almost got the cat. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. But I'm like, it really wasn't funny, but like it was shot like it was supposed to be funny. And the music's like do 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 do. And then I just thought of Money Pit and how that's supposed to be a comedy too, but you just feel bad for everyone because <laughs> we're adults and we know what money is like. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, it's just like the whole Tom and Jerry thing. As a kid, you're rooting for Jerry, and then like when you're an adult, you, you feel bad for Tom. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it's the movie is pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what it was about. Like I just knew it had spiders in it and a barn. That's all I knew. Also, the problem is too, I have the comic book adaptation and I had read that oh, earlier yeah. in the year or last year. Yeah, that probably do it. Yeah. But I, remember yeah, I knew John Goodman was in it, but like. He wasn't in it nearly as much as I thought he was yeah, going to be. Same. I knew he was an exterminator, but he just kind of shows up like here and there, and they're like, okay. <laughs> and I love Jeff Daniels. Like almost anything he does, he's good. Yeah. yeah. So I gave Arachnophobia, not Anaconda. Uh-oh. Arachnophobia, 
I gave it a seven and a half. I gave it a six and a half. I gave it a six and a half. So the next movie I watched, uh, you also watched From Beyond, right? Yep. That's From not the Beyond next one I watched, but yes, I watched it. <laughs> Which um, so. Go ahead. I was going to say, the funny thing is, uh, two things right away. Actually, three things. Uh, right away, I went, the, the movie starts playing. I'm like, that looks like a young Jeffrey Combs. It's Jeffrey Combs. Is that the guy who... <laughs> the main... Because that's the guy who's Reanimator? Yeah. And then I look. This The guy who directed Reanimator directed that movie. Mm-hmm. And then the girl who was in the movie was also the main dude's girlfriend in Reanimator. <laughs> So it's like a three. Yeah, I knew it was the same. I knew it was the same director as Reanimator. It's like the, it's like a, a nice little like three person Reanimator reunion. So, in from beyond, they create this piece of equipment. I don't know what else to call it that can uh, open up the neighboring dimension or like open it so you can see these things that are in our dimension. Yeah, they're, they're in our dimension, but we can't see them. So you can't it, see or feel them, yeah. but they're there. Which is and really then they creepy. open this portal, and there's all these creepy monsters and stuff, uh, creatures um, that are in the same rooms. And then, yeah, the one guy gets possessed. And Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, also, uh, speaking of Reanimator, also, this is based on the H.P. Lovecraft short story. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm trying is to find. Reanimator H.P. Lovecraft? Yep. Oh, okay. Which is, I'm trying to find the name of it. I forget what the name of this, of the short story is. And other countries is also named the same thing. Um, yeah, so they create this machine and uh, they open the portal, and the one guy gets kind of abducted and morphs into this creature. Um, I want to say, like I said before, uh, special effects, like physical effects, are better than CG, and this is a prime example. I can't imagine how much they spent because every time you saw the creature, he looked different. Yeah. And I'm like, they had to build it every single time differently. Yeah. It's like, he's on screen for like five minutes. Oh, no. Okay. Now rebuild it. He's going to be on screen for another five minutes. Looking completely different. Yeah. And, uh, um, like the thing that was really cool about this is the movie just immediately jumped right in. So it's like, yeah. At the very beginning, it's not like you're leading up. Who is this guy? Who's this doctor and stuff? It's him trying out the machine. He goes, ah, it works, but this thing bit me. He goes on and he wakes up and says, hey, this works. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, and then, like, the, then he leaves the room because he's getting attacked. And then he comes back and the doctor's head is twisted <laughs> off. And you're like, this is the first five minutes of the movie. What the fuck I know. is going on? It felt like overload right away for me. <laughs> yeah. But I. And then the the dude shows up from um, Dawn of the Dead. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's Kristen didn't like it. Uh, it's not her um, favorite movie. I, but. To me, it, like the movie itself was okay. The special effects looked awesome, but like overall, I didn't think it was that amazing of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Obviously, this movie could, like, if the special effects sucked, it would have been trash. Um, like, I feel like the special effects saved the movie. Yeah. Because if you didn't have a good special effects, this movie would be like, that was dumb. I th- I think the short story is called The Resonator. Probably. That sounds like a yeah, that's, that's short the name, story. That's the name of the, the machine. Also, 
Uh, the original story is only seven pages long. Holy shit. Yeah. So I can I, see that. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that, but it's like I could totally see this as a seven-page short film. But it it lasted almost an hour and a half. But yeah. I don't. I I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, uh oh, I lost my. I gave I gave From Beyond a seven. I gave it a six and a half. You you just you just keep one upping all my scores this month. Sorry. Uh, um. <laughs> the next movie I watched. Um, I would say Hamilton is more than just a one up. That's true. From you. <laughs> that's true. Um, the next movie I watched was a movie I wanted to see for a while. Uh, it's called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Yes, this is also one I've been wanting to watch for a long time. Um, this... And we finally got around to watching it. I I was reading, after this movie was over, I was reading trivia and reviews on it and stuff. And I agree with a lot of people's thoughts on the movie. And also confused because it's like the first Iranian vampire movie. Okay. Uh, and they spoke like Iranian in the whole movie, but the movie was shot in California. Hmm. Which is really weird to me. I think it's Iranian. I'm pretty sure it's Iranian. But they shot, sounds... in, they shot in California. I'm like, but why? So this movie reminded me of the movie Let Me In. Yes. Except... Instead of as kids, they're teenagers. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's not in a house. They're just walking down the road. Yeah. Um, or apartment, whatever that was, and let me in. So, yeah, the, the, the basis of the movie is that this woman who I think the name and her IMDb name is just she's just labeled as the girl. Yeah. Um, her, yeah. Casting. I think the credit said girl. Yeah. So she she's like just walk around at night and then she'll like find some prey and then prey on them and like suck their blood because she's a vampire. But then you mainly follow this main dude um, who like lives with his dad, whose dad's a drug dealer, not drug dealer. He's a drug addict. Uh, yes. And then he ends up like, he owns the, the mafia or whatever, a lot of money for the drugs. Yeah, the the dude, this drug, the drug dealer comes and like robs the robs the dad because like oh he owes me this much money, so he basically steals the main dude's car, and he's like having a rough time and some of that. Um, but then he goes to a Halloween party, and this is very entertaining to me because like after he left the Halloween party, he runs into yeah, the girl. Yeah, he was Dracula. Yeah, he runs into the girl on the street, and like. And just kind of hits it off with her, and she's like, mm-hmm. "I don't know." She's like, "I don't know." Like basically, she's like, "I don't know if I should kill him or not." He seems interesting, and then like she takes him back to his place, and they just like listen to records and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. I love that she was on a skateboard the whole time because she just kind of, <laughs> yeah, because she just kind of glides down the road like a creepy vampire. But it's literally she's on a skateboard. And then uh-huh. when she's like pushing him back from the party, like he's sitting on the skateboard and she's like just pushing from behind. I thought that was very entertaining, like little detail. Mm-hmm. But the movie looked cool. Like it was a very high contrast black and white. Like yeah, a very sharp I love black and white. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say it was high contrast. It was Tone. Yeah, it was it was it was a very clean grayscale, but like it did have quite a bit of contrast because it wasn't like very it wasn't muddy. 
don't know. It was very clear. It looked it looked pretty. The darks were dark and the lights were light. Yeah. Very very high contrast. Yeah, I guess it was then. Um, the plot wasn't all that there for me. Um, no, because it kind of was a love story. Mm-hmm. In a way. Um. But I feel like a lot, not a lot happened in it. Yeah, that's how I felt about Let the Right One In too. Yeah, that's why I think it felt like that to me. Yeah, I can see that. I like to Let the Right One In so much better though. That one's so good. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. It was. And I think, obviously, the Let the Right One In they did the remake, and I thought the remake was really good too. It 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 was good. It wasn't as good as the original though. No, nothing's ever as good as the original. Oh. Remakes are never, usually, never better. Oh, speaking uh, of, I'll I'll have to talk to you after we get done with this episode because I watched a movie at the end of this August. That's a that's a remake of a movie we watched already. And oh I'm, god! And I'm so mad about it, but yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Girl, so a girl who a girl walks home alone at night. Yes. A girl walks home alone at night. I gave it a seven. Uh-oh. Um, Where am I? I I mean, the reason I gave it just because the way the movie felt and shot and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you said, there wasn't much of a plot. It's just a girl, boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They do stuff together. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was, I was, I mean, I was a little disappointed. I was expecting more after wanting to watch it for so long. Yeah. But it was still entertaining. Yeah, like there, like there's characters in it that you don't like, and they don't get as much comeuppance, or at least um, the amount of comeuppance that I want them to get. I don't know. There was a few moments where I'm like, yeah, this happened, but I feel like for him it wasn't enough for the shit he went through. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I gave a girl who walks home a lot at night. A six and a half. That's pretty close to my seven. Um, oh, well. So I watched the Into the Dark film, the Hulu series, Into the Dark. Each month they come out with the movie um, based in that month. And I'm pretty sure this is the last one because uh, it's the last movie in season two. Okay. And it hasn't been picked up for season three as far as I know. Oh. So I don't think there'll be one for August. I mean, and before the IMDb the dark, I was say that a lot of the scores were like fives and sixes. Um, when Into the Dark started, they released it the first Friday every month. Uh, the June movie came out the second week in the month. This one came out the third Ooh. week in the month. So I'm guessing they're doing that because it's not coming back. And um, I forget the one right before. Was it Puka right before the dog one? Because I think the dog one was the first time they didn't brand it as Into the Dark either. It had the intro when you watch the movie, but the page on Hulu didn't say Into the Dark. So, no. was it, yeah, because after Puka was the Mother's Day one. Okay, so Mother's Day, yes, the then, Labor Day or Labor or whatever. One. Yeah, so the Labor one was the first one that they didn't brand it as an Into the Dark film. Okay, so. Cool they might just be moving away from it as a series, but this one's called the current occupant. Okay. And it's 4th of July. So it has to do with the presidency. Um, this movie 
Okay. There was a movie that you and I saw in the theater that sucked about the lady in the crazy house. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Um, Unsane. Unsane. Okay, so this movie is closer to what that movie should have been. (laughs) Um, So you find out this guy wakes up in this hospital, and um, they're like, you've been shot three times. Uh, We had to do multiple surgeries. You died twice on the table, and we brought you back. Um, You'll be fine. You just got to rest up, and you'll be, you know, you'll do a lot better and stuff. He's like, okay. And they're trying to, like, do you remember anything before you got shot? He's like, no, I don't remember anything. And, like, so you follow him, and then, like, you slowly realize that he's in a mental institution, and everyone's acting really weird around him and stuff. And he's like, am I, like, why is everyone acting weird around me? And this lady's like passes him in the hallway. I saw you on TV. Uh-oh. And he's like, what? And then he like slowly is like trying to think. And then um, like this lady comes up in the hot, in the hospital and she's like, yeah, um, they don't want you to know, but you're the president of the United States. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah. Um, someone tried to assassinate you. And uh, they, uh, they did surgery and like, the vice president is acting president right now and he uh wants to run the country for a bit so he can win the election next year and he's like what they can't keep me down here and then like so he's like trying to figure out how to get it in the elevator upstairs because it's got like one of those handprint things and there's like oh, okay. secret service and shit everywhere so he's like i gotta get up there you know like this is this is a tyranny and um and they're like they're like no no you need you need to rest you've been shot and all this stuff and then like the lady who keeps calling him the president like she's like yeah i'm your i'm your secretary of state that's why they have me down here too to keep me shut my mouth shut because i know the truth of what happened and he's like what and then like he's just going on and they like they have like counseling with a circle where everyone's telling their stories and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's like i think i'm i think i'm president of the united states and stuff and he's like yeah, yeah, I believe you. I believe everything you're saying. Like, this guy's like, yeah. And he goes, people don't believe me. I'm the emperor of my planet. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not like you guys. And, like, so then the entire movie, he's, like, trying to escape. But then you're also like, is he? Is he the president? Because, like, when he talks to the doctors and stuff, he goes, am I the president? Just calm down. Like, they don't say yes or no to him. Okay. So then you're like, what? So then, like, toward the end of the movie... You know, like they try to hatch a plan to like escape and try to get to the elevator to the top floor because they're in the basement of the the White House, I guess. Um, and like trying to get in the elevator, and then of course the end of the movie happens and it reveals what's happening. But like I said, this movie felt like how Unseen should have been, where the mm. entire time you're questioning, going like, "Is he crazy, or is he the president? Like, what, what is happening here?" Mm-hmm. Cause like as the movie goes, he starts learning more and more about what happened. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't like the best, like I gave it a six. Okay. It's not like a super strong movie. Um, but I don't know. There are parts of it. I didn't like about it. Um, and the ending was a little like, really? Um, but I don't know. It was interesting. Definitely worth watching, but not anything. I'd be like, you should watch this one. Because yeah. if I had told anyone to watch it into the dark film, 
this would not be the first one I'd tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one with that Thanksgiving Day one one was I th- I think is the best one. Um, the Puka Puka Lives was really good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I gave the current occupant a six out of ten. Okay. Uh, I watched a movie called Thirteen Ghosts, the one from two thousand one. Not that's the one with Matt, is Matthew Lillard in that? Yeah, Matthew Lillard and Tony Shalhoub and Shannon Elizabeth. Um, I think I've seen parts of this. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Well, the reason why I even have this movie, I saw it in college. And then uh, a while back, like pre-pandemic, uh, Jess and Peter, our friends, were going through a bunch of their DVDs. And, okay. And they had a strummer sale, and they were like, Hey, Scott, do you want any of these movies? I went, I'll take a few of them and stuff. She goes, well, you have to take all or nothing. So then she just gave me a bag of DVDs. Um, so And I'll, this was one of them? And this is one of them. So, I mean, a lot of these movies, like, like when I was going through Ace Ventura a while back and some of these other, there's going to be a lot of Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey movies and whatnot that are, were in there and... You know, stuff like that. Um, but 13 Ghosts was in there, and I said, well, I own it. I should watch it. just Because everyone talks. I always see it on, like, Facebook, little, like, videos and stuff like that. And people just going, or, you know, subreddits and stuff. People talk about how, like, yeah, this movie doesn't get enough credit. Well, I think that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> it got too much credit. Yeah. Uh, I just I'll... laugh because uh, on IMDb, it recommends, if you like this movie, you should watch Ghost Ship. Yeah, I've seen that movie, and that one's... That movie was pretty bad. I saw that one. Yeah. I saw Ghost Ship, but I've not seen 13 Ghosts. I want to see... Or the... 13 yeah. and Ghosts. Yeah, it's thir one three e n or E-N. Um, it, was, it was the early 2000s, Elite Speak. Um, I do want to see the original, because that one came out like the 1940s, I think. 1930s. 1960. 60s. 1960s. Whatever. Yeah, IMDb has a movie called 13 Ghosts from 1960. I don't know. In 1960s, I didn't it... 1960s had some good horror movies. The 60s and 70s are great for horror movies. Um, so I watched this. Basically, the story is that um, there's this guy who is c- capturing ghosts. All right, oh. a- ambulance. Busted. No. Uh, so, anyways, this guy's collecting ghosts in these, like, cages and whatnot. But then, in the process of trying to catch one of the ghosts, he dies. And you find out that Tony Shalhoub's character, uh, that was, like, his uncle or something. And Tony Shalhoub's character is, like, the only living heir to his fortune. So, like, oh, you have this mansion. You, it's yours. And he goes, okay, let's go to this mansion. Because his wife had died and they're like living in the house and it's like they're kind of poor so they go to this mansion and um it's this glass house like this giant mansion made of glass all these glass windows and glass hallways and whatnot and um as soon as they open the door like this inner working like gear thing starts open like starts turning and and as the time goes on it's slowly releasing all, each one of these ghosts into the house because the glass has like these sig- sig- sigils and like markings and stuff on them that to trap the ghosts in there. 
and you find out because Matthew Lillard shows up and he's like he worked for uh, that character's uncle capturing the ghosts and he's like this is evil this is a machine like basically trying to open a portal to hell or whatever by using all these different ghosts and whatnot, and um, and all the ghosts are just showing up and they're all like weird looking it's like the set the 12 signs of the zodiac where it's like type of idea where it's like oh here's the mother and child and here's the fucking lover and here's the like the but the, that's 12 there's the 13 mus- well that's the thing the yeah there's a whole 13th thing. ghost is love <laughs> kidding. no you're not like you're not kidding element. no you're not kidding like oh, no the like the i mean eventually you find out like in order to shut down the machine, um, someone has to sacrifice themselves for the gift of love. But then you find out that the lady was lying, and she's like, "You need the thirteenth ghost to unlock the machine." But it's just, that's near the end of the movie. That's almost a spoiler, probably. But the movie's been around for twenty years almost. It's and it's not even that great of a movie. So if you want to watch it, fine, go for it. It feels very two thousand. Like, I mean, Shane Elizabeth had just done American Pie, so everyone was like, let's get her for every movie we can now. And Matthew Laird's like, I was in Scream. And like, yeah, and Scooby-Doo. Let's put you in some stuff. She's all that. So so I gave 13, yeah. sorry, I gave 13 ghosts a 5. A 13. <laughs> 1.3. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted and started looking at the 1960-13 ghosts. Yeah. Um, and I was confused because here, let me, the poster in the corner says 13 times the entertainment when you use the new ghost finder, ghost viewer free with the, with anyone who sees this movie. I'm like, what? And apparently when it came out in theaters, you got these little glasses that when you wore them, you could see the ghosts on the screen. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah, it says the movie was filmed in illusion. No, and a special viewer was needed to see the ghost. This resulted in a number of sources incorrectly stating that the film was originally shown in 3D. Oh, yeah. The ghost viewers contained a red filter and blue filter. But unlike 3D viewers, yeah, both eyes would look through the same color filter. The red filter would cause the ghost images to intensify and the blue would cause them to fade away <laughs> so like you wore the blue one you didn't see the ghost you wore the red you did see the ghosts but it looked weird without it and, that sounds awesome yeah and actually that's part of the story too is um they have these like these glasses that helps them see the ghosts Oh really? Yeah, in in the so this definitely has to be a remake because the original yeah, 1960s says or at says, least a nod to it. Well, it says a family inherits what proves to be a haunted house, but a special pair of goggles allows them to see their ghostly tormentors. That could be either movie, but that's from the yeah. 1960 version. So yeah, that's that's got to be and a, a remake. Apparently in the 1960s, the house is the Winchester house. Really? Yeah. So that brings in your other fucking movie. full circle all right that's it for this one. <laughs> i'm just kidding god damn it. Got it james gunn worked on the re- the screenplay for uh 13 I thought ghosts so. 
he's uncredited. I thought he worked on this. He's uncredited, but he's he it's it shows him as a screenplay. Oh boy. Yeah, I thought he did. Um, okay, so the yeah. next movie I watched was Ford v Ferrari. Ford v Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari, um, which is another movie about history that I don't know about. Yeah. Um, even less so in this one, because um, I'm not really a racing guy or car guy. <laughs> I think you're a racist. Not really a well, racist. I don't really have racism in this movie. Good. Um, As it so should be. This takes place, uh, I don't know when, um, but like Ford, like it's in the past, obviously, quite a ways. Um, Ford's sales are slipping on their vehicles because, uh, was it Chevy or Chrysler is like starting to make cars and like kill them in sales and stuff. So they're trying to think of a way to boost their image. And um, one of the guys uh, says that they should make fast cars. Hmm. You know, like race car type things. And they're like, no, that's dumb. Because then they start talking about how Ferrari, uh, the company Ferrari, they make like six cars a year. They're fast and all this stuff, but you don't, you can't make money off of only selling six cars. So it's like a waste of money. And like, yeah. And because they only make six cars a year, they're running out of money and they're going to go bankrupt. So Ford we should buy them. They're like, we'll buy Ferrari and then we can have Ferraris and it'll boost our image. So they send the guy over there to negotiate and buy out Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And then behind their back, they negotiated Ferrari negotiates a deal with Fiat. So then the, the Henry Ford jr or whatever his name is, (laughs) um, who owns Ford gets pissed off and says, they just used us to get what they wanted. So we're going to make that fast car. So he hires this ex um, race car driver who's played by Matt Damon um, to engineer a car that could win this uh, racing thing that takes place. I don't remember where, but it's like the big racing thing is a 24 hour, the 24 hour race. They race for 24 hours and um, they said, if we can win that, because Ferrari wins that race every year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the guy, there's only one car that won once that wasn't Ferrari, and it's the guy they hired to do, uh, to make the new car, because he's the guy who did the, who's in charge of Cobra, I think it is, the Shelby Cobra. Okay. Um, so it's Shelby is the guy's name. Um, and then he hires this guy who's a mechanic, to be his racer who's played by um christian bale so then they're like working on making this car the best and fastest and, and they're like you got to find somebody who's a good driver and he's like oh he's gonna be a great driver he's like yeah but we don't want him to be really the face of ford because ford's a family company and blah, blah 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 so it's like this whole corporate image thing but they're also like trying to be the best and those like ideals are clashing and stuff mm-hmm. and i found it very entertaining even though i don't know anything about cars <laughs> um yeah because it's henry ford is the guy who created the ford yeah, car Mal- Mal- and ford. this is and his son is the one who's running the company now so there's oh, your time so frame. this is like 1920s 30s maybe i mean he's an older guy he's like probably in his 60s 
like well, Henry Ford's son the is in his sixties in this movie. I feel like the Model T came out like in nineteen like oh one or something. Yeah, I thought it was like nineteen twenty or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it follows that, and this is just another example how Christian Bale is a freaking amazing actor. Like he was that character. <laughs> like. Matt Damon's character is like, oh, it's Matt Damon playing that guy. Or <laughs> Christian Bale's like, I think that is the guy. <laughs> but yeah, I gave Ford versus Ferrari a seven and a half. It was a long movie, but it seemed to go fast. Okay. No pun intended. Um, nineteen oh eight was when the Model T first came out. Okay. So I was close. I was yeah, I forget s- the name of the the race um, that they're doing in this movie, but race car people probably know it. It's called Daytona. No, because they've mentioned Daytona a lot. Because Ford makes Daytona cars, and they're oh. like, "No, we want these, you know, the sports cars, kind of thing." Gotcha. Um, the next car, next car. The next. And movie, I want to I... say it's like the Ford Mustang is kind of what they end up making. Yeah. Well, um, I'll say it's before be the fifties, because that's when they started making muscle cars. Yeah. Um, but the next movie I watched, I watched it the like last night. Before oh, 1966 bed. is when this took place. Oh, so. Jesus, I was way off then. Huh, I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> but uh, the last movie I watched was, like, the, the end of, like, before I went to bed in the last night of July. Uh, I watched Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the reason, the reason why I mentioned that was, um, I'm not going to say what I said because I'll spoil the movie. But uh, <laughs> my, girl, my girlfriend was like, hey, did you hear what happened at the... Um, the George, they had a sleepaway camp in Georgia. Do you hear? Can you guess what happened? I'm like, someone killed a bunch of the campers. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I was like, the movie Sleepaway Camp. But it just turned out a couple hundred people got the virus. Um, oh. But no, the uh, so I was like talking about this movie, and she's like, I'm like, oh cool, it's on Shutter. Let's watch it. I think they have all of them on there. No, there's five of them, and they only have the first three. Oh, okay. I, I checked. Well, still, that's more than I thought. <laughs> because the fourth one is like a 2.5 or something rating, and that one's not on there. I'm like, I want to see how bad that is. Um, but uh, oh, I'm curious to see the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the sh- the movie uh, starts with. Oh, you can watch <clears throat> it if you really want to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Is it? Sleepaway Camp 4, The Survivor. Well, shit. I might have to. It's a 1.8 out of 10. Oh, fuck. It's IMDb. See, here's the problem that I have. Like, I mentioned this to her, too, because we watched uh, Children of the Corn this month, which I already watched on the podcast, so I didn't review it. But I was like, whenever there's a, a horror movie franchise, I want to watch it. Because something about it... Oh. Like something about it just makes like yeah, watch like, the Howling. I'm watching those movies, and like and I'm like I want to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And like for some reason, I'm just drawn to these when they make all these like bad sequels because I'm like I just want to see what they thought they'd get away with. But the with. thing is, like the first one is a like one shot movie. Like yeah, I, like the sequels are going to be terrible because I don't know how you make a good sequel out of that movie. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm, I'm very curious to see what they tried doing. Uh, Jesus Christ, a 1.8? <laughs> At least it's only an hour 10. There you go. And then they, then they remade what? Like, they rebooted it like in, two, in the 2000s. Yeah, there's the return. Yeah. 
But uh, oh, returned to sleepaway camp in two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. So that's recent compared to the nineties. Um. So th- this movie, uh, you you start off with these two kids going off to camp together, and if, <laughs> Chris and I are both like, what the fuck is wrong with the mom? The mom's like just being a weirdo, like just a weirdo. The way she's talking, the way she's like, she looks and stuff. Like, what the fuck is wrong with her? She's like, you're gonna love camp. Oh boy, you're gonna like this. But then they go there, and then the boy and the girl, like the girl's never talking, so the boys are always standing up for her because she gets keeps getting like tormented and bullied by all these other campers. But then, um, in the true slasher fashion, each person that mocks the girl suddenly uh, gets bad things happen to them. Like the pervert pedophile uh, chef gets like boiling water poured all over his body. And then like someone gets like a bee, uh, what is it called? Bee wasp nest? Bee nest? Wasp nest? Whatever. Like dropped in like the bathroom where he's pooping and all this other stuff like that. And then like, oh, it's just a pretty typical generic, hey, it's a horror movie. People are dying. Okay. But then the <laughs> the last minute or two of that movie is where like the reveal comes. And you're just like, and I mean, I heard about that movie and the reveal. Like I knew mm-hmm. that like that's all I knew about the movie was like the spoiler ending. Mm-hmm. But no one really got me ready for how it was portrayed <laughs> and the weird fucking stance of the character standing there and the look on their face yeah. that fucking terrifying and that was what I watched right before we went to bed so I was like this is stuck in my head now just the yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but overall like if it wasn't for that ending I'm like this is just a generic shitty slasher movie but at the same time, I realized I do like the generic shitty slasher, like just the not taking itself too seriously, but not, but also not, not being too goofy or goofy at all. So, like, I was actually just enthralled with this movie the whole time. I was like having a good time just watching it and just like watching the dumb things happening. Like, oh, that person's going to get it next. Sure enough, here we go. And like, okay, cool. So, I was actually very entertained by this movie. Uh, and I gave Sleepaway Camp a seven. So according to IMDb, it says that movies on Amazon Prime, but according to the TV app, it says I don't see any streaming services. Huh? Did I watch so that? I don't. Maybe the I fourth didn't... one. I, I oh the fourth one. I was gonna say. I, I... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying the fourth one. I could have swore that it said that it was available on Amazon Prime on the search engine thing I was looking. But then oh. I looked at the app and it says, oops, we don't see anything. Yeah, I think it's how the fifth one is, too. But there's a fifth one. I yeah, thought that's the return to sleepaway camp. Oh, OK, I was going to say because return to sleepaway camp. I thought it was. Yeah, okay, so it's the first one. The one, second, two, three, four. And then return. The okay. second one is unhappy campers. The third one is teenage wasteland. The fourth one is the survivor, and fifth is return to. Yeah, survivor says, "Oops, we couldn't find any streaming offers." Yeah, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, one point eight, okay. Jesus. All right. Yeah. So the next movie I have is our preview one. Same. So, um, 
so the preview movie we watched was Revenge of the Red Baron, and our preview is right here. I think this old man was in the big war. Uh-huh. And he's telling stories to his grandson about the Red Baron. And then he returns. <laughs> the Red Baron comes back to hunt him down. And the kid's like, oh, shit, he's real. I thought you were making stuff up, Grandpa. And that was pretty close. That was like almost exactly what we what we thought it was. Like that yeah, movie. I feel like ours, our, our thing might be more coherent than what actually happened in the movie. Yeah, uh, we, we missed we missed the small detail of the reason why the Red Baron, ex- like why the why the 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 Red Baron came back was because the there was like a lightning strike on a power line that the real control airplane hit, and that's why suddenly there's a fucking creepy ass puppet looking at the camera talking that like, so th- this movie it felt like it was a family movie it's until he the, started until he started murdering people yeah the box says family like, it said family move it was a family movie like family whatever it, like, electrocutes the dad in the pool yeah i did not expect as many people to die in that movie than they did it was a lot of death holy cow i was like this is not what is this like toy soldiers where it looks like it's a kid's movie (laughs) yeah the box um the box says family adventure it says family adventure on the top it was rated pg-13 all the stuff on the cover doesn't happen where the people are running down running down the street so that is a younger version of toby mcguire than it was in the movie that's not toby mcguire on the cover it's not no but That's some other kid. It's just some random kid that wasn't in the movie. Like, because Tobey Maguire played the kid, but that kid is way younger and not Tobey Maguire. Because um, he doesn't have the same eyes or anything. Okay. I don't know. But uh, Eric pointed something out that I didn't notice, and it's going to be hard for you to see. I could, I could text it. On the it. cover? No. I could text it to you. But okay. at the very beginning, when you see Tobey Maguire playing video games in his, in his be- bedroom... Mm-hmm. He has a bead necklace, and the bead necklace has letters on it. Oh no! Guess what it says? Red. Fuck off. <laughs> like you can barely you can barely read it. Like I can see there's an F, and then one's turned, and then a C, and one's turned, and it looks say, like O F F. It doesn't actually say it. Doesn't say it because there's no U. It's the U is turned. But. But so is the, so is the K a little bit, but right like so it's it's that they censored it. Did they censor it or did they like did he wear it and they just didn't notice? Because like that's that was like on the close up shot, and I was like, holy shit, his necklace does say "fuck off." Oh my god, that's insane. But yeah, this this movie is one of those when I was I was buying a whole bunch of horror movies for my friend Eric who recommended popcorn. He also recommended this. He he his message said. When you come over, remind me to lend you Revenge of Red Baron. Also, don't look up anything on Revenge of Red Baron. <laughs> and he's like, just, it's bananas. And it's sure... I couldn't imagine watching this as a kid. Oh my god, it'd be terrifying. It'd be so terrifying. Like, what are we watching? Yeah, it... 
he's it's like it's like it was aimed for kids but then they put way too real things in it yeah so yeah but like it's like peewee's playhouse if someone just started shooting people (laughs) yeah but also too the thing is the dad was the biggest like i was like i was expecting him to get some sort of some sort of like bad thing happened to him, but not just electrified in the pool. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be okay. All of a sudden, some of the police show up. Yeah, your dad's dead. I'm like, oh fuck. And they thought he did it. Yeah, because like he's just being a piece of shit, being a piece of shit to the kid and then to his dad. I'm like, Christ. And then and then the the, the older dad, the grandpa, just being like, hey, let's play remote control airplanes. Okay. And the dad yells at him. Don't play with those. He made me. Like, dude, Grandpa, don't fucking throw your grandson under the bus. Piece of shit. Like, and then the mom, yeah, and then the, the also the mom off. just not, like, Mom, there's a toy airplane coming after me, trying to kill me. She goes, I know, I believe you. It's like, where? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because she knows her son that she sent away because she can't, because he's too much of a hassle. So she says it was abusive dad's house and then goes oh no honey i believe you this whole time i it's like what where the fuck was that when you didn't when you he wasn't doing his homework on time <sighs> this yeah, movie so i gave the revenge of the red baron yeah a six i gave it a four i think i gave it a four i forgot already i closed uh, i closed my app again i gave I it might a have four. to give it a, i think i'm changing mine to a five it was okay like it was it was bad it wasn't the best kind of bad no because it felt like they're trying to be overly wacky and it just it fell it fell way too flat like they were trying to be wacky but then like like it was too real at the same time i i uh it reminded me a lot of that movie munchie that we watched as a yes. kid not not munchies but munchie oh. or the fucking scary ass I don't remember watching that one. Watch it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about because I've seen the VHS cover. Yeah. The creepy. Yeah. I watched it at Andy's house. I'm a buddy of yours. Do 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 kind of cover. It's like leather jacket type thing. Yeah. Jesus. Which, by the way, Munchies. Remember when I got you that DVD? Yeah. That thing is. I looked it online to like see like maybe I should buy that movie. That thing's fucking expensive. Is it? Yeah. How much? I don't know. I want to rip it from you. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they made a two pack of Munchie and Munchies. And oh, thing, no. And that thing's like expensive as hell. That should not be bundled. I know. I saw that. I'm like, oh, no. Maybe it's like, maybe it's because they don't remember which one they like. So get that. You're safe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was our pre pre review for Revenge of the Bread Baron. So okay. now it's your true change. Yeah. Cho- uh, I have it all set oh. up. I'm sending you a text with the two pictures. Choice. The first picture is going to be the title and where you can watch it, and the second okay. one is the poster. Okay. Okay. It's fifty bucks. Yeah. For the munchies. That's Munchie insane. Strikes Back is the other one. He's like, hey, I'm surfing on a planet here. <laughs> that was a pizza. I don't know. Oh, there's. Like... Oh God, I was wrong. Munchie, the one he's serving on a pizza, but there was a sequel. To that one? Yeah, Munchie Strikes Back. Oh, he's surfing on a... I don't know if you can see, but he's like surfing on a Saturn. Oh, God. Alright, I got the text. 
Oh yeah, like uh, you can also get the Munchie DVD for twenty eight bucks, so it's not like. Okay, so they're watching. Is the movie we picked or I picked? What the um, fuck is with this poster? <laughs> I don't know. It looks cool though. From the writers, <laughs> but of, I knew that. From the writers of Call of Duty: Black Ops Two and SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. I didn't read that. Okay. I just saw the poster and thought it looked cool. It does. The poster looks awesome. The poster, it says they're watching, but the words they're watching is in the shape of a house. Right. And all the houses behind it are in silhouette, but they all look like they have eyes. Yeah. And then the shadow of the house is a bunch of people with weapons. Like pickaxes. Like a scythe. Or pickaxes. Yeah, scythe. That's not even uh, on there. Pitchfork. Axe. A pitchfork, yeah. And then uh, the crop thing. Um, and then, like, there's two people. One's holding a camera and the other's holding a boom mic. And there's trees behind them. Yeah. And it's all red and black and white. It's a cool poster. Yeah. Um, okay. This is what my take is going to be. And I... then, like, the other picture that actually shows the people in it look like they're just sitting at a family restaurant. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I assume they were, like, inside the cabin or something. Um, all right, my take on this is because the Purge movies, because this movie came out in 2016, mm-hmm. so only a couple years ago. So at that point, there's like, what, three Purge movies? I'm guessing this is, like, a movie that, um, because of all the people in the houses and stuff like that and the silhouettes of people with weapons, I'm guessing it's a mockumentary of a family living through the Purge, but it's a comedy comedy horror so okay. they're like this is what we do and like everyone's watching as everyone like else is attacking their house okay yeah i can see that i'm i also am going the mockumentary route um but what was that movie you're next yeah i'm gonna say it's like the movie you're next but as a mockumentary where family gets together and uh... and then someone, then a bunch of people. Well, it's just similar to the purge, I guess. But <laughs> um, in that aspect, but yeah, they have they're having a party and then people come in and they try to kill them. Okay. Uh, like my first thought was like Frankenstein, because all the but they're not like they don't have you know they're not all holding pitchforks and stuff. There's no torches. I like half of me wants to say that. Like, the one guy's some kind of mad scientist guy. And he's like, hey, check this out. You know, like, maybe more of a, a Frankenstein as a documentary. Mm. Like, I'm going to bring this person back to life kind of thing. And everyone's like, no, you're messing with God's work. Okay. Kind of thing. I could see that. So that's that's what I'm going to go with. The route, like, Frankenstein. You went purge. Okay. So, yeah. All right. They're watching. They are watching. Well, they, so it's it's they're watching, but it's a, it's apostrophe. the apostrophe version that they are watching. So if other people want to watch it, that's what we're gonna watch. All right. Um. So the, uh. So before we do oh, that, the the worst yeah. movie, worst movie I watched was Nurse with four. Uh, worst one I saw was Nurse with three and a half. And then the best movie I watched was Hamilton with nine and a half. And the best one I watched was Prestige with an eight. But at least yeah. for how bad the uh, the pre-review movie was, it wasn't the worst movie watched this month. 
Right. So there you go. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, for me, I only had one worse than it, so that's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I uh, I didn't. Yeah. The the worst one was the one before that. So. All right. Um, so other than that, if you have any movie suggestions or uh, you have opinions on the movies we talked about or want to hear our opinions are or anything like that, email me at stuffbyscott at gmail.com. S-T-U-F- yeah, in August. Oh, oh keep I, was, going. I was spelling it. S-T-U-F-F-B-Y-S-C-O-T-T at gmail.com. And I was just going to say for August, we're going to watch our O.M.P. movies. O.P. O.P. Original Prankster. Operation. <laughs> what? Uh, operation. I don't know. Post op. Well, well, that it, it makes sense because we just finished Nurse, so it's, now it's post op. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, no, uh, uh, oh, uh, um. Other than that, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Right? Yeah. <laughs> This is a Scott Does Stuff podcast. <laughs> <laughs>